0: Now Dan, here's the best way to get in. Here. Watch this. You sit you just sit right here kind of, you know, right? And then okay. you slide your butt in and they go got ahead. and there's a handle right here. I got there you it. go. And then just s- swing in swing and around. swing your feet around the best you can. Look at us. Me and Uncle Dan are going to go <laughs> for a little ride. <laughs> It's like being in the cockpit of some it, space shuttle. It really is a space <laughs> shuttle, and there's no trunk, nothing. It's got a um, electric motor in it for the front wheels, mm-hmm. and when it stops, once it's warmed up, the engine goes off. You think, hey, the damn thing's stalling. It's not stalling. Now, how many horsepower are you saying? A thousand. <laughs> The brakes are so good, it probably scares you half the death thinking, this is something you're taking to stop. Well, the first time it did, but now I realize the brakes are so good on it. I haven't even pushed on them yet. Look at these guys. (laughs) There's all these young kids in the neighborhood that are going. You know, for me, it's like a carnival ride. (laughs)
1: everybody and welcome to another edition of uh, Stand By Your Band, the podcast where comedians defend music they like that other people give them a little guff about. I am, of course, Tom Takar, the Wolf of Dog Street, and once again I am joined by this Prince of Snarkness, the Dog of Wolf Street, Tommy McNamara. And let's just go ahead and introduce our guest while we're at it. Huh? One of
2: uh, we're so excited to have this man. He is the first influencer <laughs> you've ever had on oh, stand by your band.:
1: That's probably true.
2: Ladies and gentlemen, the Z man.
3: Tony Sarah, thank you Tony's so much. No influencers, you ever got PewDiePie <laughs> to come on here? We've been trying it. to get PewDiePie. We should get him on here. His guy is so popular. You
2: He's a regular it. on the Patreon. Uh, that's <laughs> true. Yeah. We're, we're kind of auditioning him for the real show. <laughs> <laughs> Too Thanks. much hate speech for the regular feed. Yeah,
1: <laughs> and he just wants to defend the Madden soundtrack. <laughs> 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 um, we're excited to have you. Excited yeah. to be here. We I, ju- let's talk about the clip. Uh, yeah, I just, just want to. Say we should
2: give context to that because yes. that is a clip that everyone should look up uh, called. And this is actually the title of a video: Sammy Hagar takes Dan Rather for a ride in his Ferrari.
1: <laughs> it's funny how like excited Dan Rather seems. He's <laughs> a, this is like a carnival ride. What <laughs> no, a terrible way for him to die! Hey, <laughs> <laughs> Dan Rather, dead. <laughs> He's <laughs> announcing himself being dead. <laughs> He's so old. <laughs> how many horsepower? <laughs>
3: what number? What number matters? What horsepower, it, right? What would impress people? <laughs> <Dan Rather. laughs> I wanted- <laughs> and it's pulled by a horse, or when you say horsepower, it's just a it's just a figure of speech. This is a yeah. He's a, this he's is the last guy. thing from that. This
2: is him getting out of the car. Dan Rather.
0: Oh, yep. You don't get out of this car just as much as you unfold.
2: <laughs> he, he's so. I love old. Dan Rather. I
1: used to work uh, across the hall from him. Whoa. When Whoa. I used to work at Kroger. Now, uh, <laughs> no, no, it, uh, it's serious. I would see him almost every day. He was very nice. He said hello to me.
3: Seems like a nice guy. Yeah.
1: But uh, that was Dan Rather talking to the old Sammy Hagar boy. Before we get into Sammy Hagar, by the way, Tommy, uh, you had something else you wanted to talk about that uh, is really uh, in your crawl. <laughs> no, huh? as,
2: as you guys know, we here at Stand by Your Band Industries have had a lot of... You started with, an industry. <laughs> we've had a lot of issues with. What if sex you show? incorporated
1: the show <laughs> privately <laughs> without me knowing? Oh, you
2: don't get a slice, baby. <laughs> yeah, we've uh, we've had our issues with uh, in-house sexual harassment, so I <laughs> had to undergo a training. Uh, I undergo training, at yeah. my other dropper. yeah. Uh, Tim McLaughlin has been training. <laughs> <laughs> so. Oh yeah, so we had to. I had to do one of those training courses at work today. Not that like mandated because oh, is that what this is from? Uh, yeah, everyone has to do it like once a year, once every other year. Um. And we had, I had to watch a video, and I thought that there's something in it that drove me insane. So I'm going to play and it. And you found the video, or you recorded it I from recorded the, it on my computer screen from my phone. Amazing. So this is just a short clip, uh, but it's kind of a classic thing. I'll tell you what happens after, too. But this is a... Uh, where's the dongle?
1: Oh, so, uh, dongle is right here. So this is hey, a joke. Hey, where's the dongle? <laughs> Sounds like you need to go back to your sexual harassment course. Do you remember there was Pointed a big,
3: crotch. big stink a couple years ago? Somebody... This woman was at a conference and guys were making jokes about the word dongle, and then she tweeted it, and is it that It caused true? like this big chaos, a, a storm about sexism in tech. Look up oh this scandal. God. Anyways, I'm sure Rather has covered it. <laughs> uh, you get it from him, a true newsman. This man, scandal not is from like me. a carnival ride me. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> big dongles <laughs> sounds like a joke for the boys in the locker room, but <laughs> you know, I, I imagine that's how he covered it. Uh, <laughs> you, you don't get out of a sexual. <laughs> in case you unfold it. <laughs> okay,
2: just to set this up visually, uh, I, I tweeted this also, but what happens is uh, a woman spills a coffee uh, on the table in a meeting. Okay. And uh, I need to say up top that she's not very hyper when she does it, which will come into play when I tell you why this joke confuses me. Okay. O- okay.
0: okay. This morning I'd like
4: to talk about a quarterly projections and benchmarks for next year. But just take what it- <laughs>
0: Make mine decaf.
2: So the joke is she spills the coffee yeah. and then one of the guys leans to another guy and goes, Make mine decaf. Wait, so this is about sexual harassment though.
1: The sexual and harassment
2: so, has not started
4: yet.
3: <laughs> is this cause I've done a lot of these is this the part is this one of the things where after they ask you which jokes are sexual harassment and which aren't? Because I've done a lot of these in my day. They didn't do that, but oh, okay. the sexual harassment happens right after this where they so,
1: just to be clear, they tried to like write a
3: joke into the. So this is wrestling? so the joke is not part of the training. It's, it's not, not like which jokes are okay to make.
2: So, so here's my question. <laughs> yes. For maybe he riffed it <laughs> because it really has no place in the video. Okay. Is <laughs> my make mine decaf. Now I thought, okay, this joke would make sense if she was like really jittery, and that's why she right because he's like, oh, I don't want to be all caffeinated like this crazy lady. Yeah, yeah. But really, she just looked very normal. Actually, supposed to coffee, and he says, "Make mine decaf." I, I have a theory. Okay, I just okay. came
3: up with it because I saw this earlier today on Twitter. Follow Tommy yeah, on Twitter, by the sure. way. He's got some if you great don't follow tweets. Tommy on Twitter yeah. already, what are I guess you doing? if you're listening to his podcast, that's like three steps past following like on modern Twitter. Modern Dennis Miller. But. uh... I just came up with a theory. What the, the joke is, it's as if the coffee that she spilled uh, was being served at a coffee shop. So he is it, he is saying something that one would say humorously uh, in a situation where you've ordered a coffee, right? Sure. But he's so he's acting as if the spill is a transaction in the coffee ah, shop. You see what I'm saying? I and understand. And so he's going as if. She has served the the guy that she well the one guy that spilled coffee on the a a regular yeah now this guy's (laughs) gonna get a coffee. Make my so, decaf. I think what would have worked As better I if he was know. like,
1: I hope she spilled some almond milk next. <laughs> yes, that would
3: have given it context. That would have been elevation. If you've taken um, like UCB or some right. of these comedy trainings, you know, you have to go almond milk. That'd be second beat. And then third beat. And then the last guy goes, I'd like a glass of dinosaur semen. And that you're allowed to do that in, on the last beat of, of, of the Herald. Because if this was improvised, that's the sort of. Structure that works best, so anyways, I think that was this is a sort of classic first beat joke of creating the game of the scene where spilling a coffee is serving. A coffee
2: Well the way they heighten it Yes is,
3: yeah. uh, the other co-worker
2: says I wish she spilled some On her blouse Oh Then it'd be a wet T-shirt contest Which first of all <laughs> That's really a, what It's a horrifying scenario yeah, it's Where like a woman scalding. is like Scalding ah. And also it's brown On and her she, shirt She's wearing a red shirt And it's coffee And there's no way That that would create The oh. effects that they're talking about This is the about. horniest guy <laughs> Of all time <laughs> Trying to really Stretch something out And then later She comes <laughs> and tells him It was inappropriate And he says We can talk about it at my place. Oh, no. <laughs> oh, God. And that's when I realized he is not the protagonist as I had thought before. Wait, is that the guy?
3: <laughs> Wait, sorry. So the guy that said Make Mine a Decaf also said the wet t-shirt no. thing? No. No, that's, that's his who friend who he to. leaned into. Got, okay, uh, yeah, got yeah, it. Yeah. So, I mean, yeah, I, yeah, I don't know. They, unfortunately, they kind of leave this great sort of comedic territory unexplored because they <laughs> right. have to get across this message of sexual harassment instead of doing my funny skit <laughs> right. where everybody in a meeting pretends like the people spilling things are serving yes. are serving them the things. I
4: wish
1: she'd spill dinosaurs even on <laughs> her shirt. Then it'd be a wet t-shirt contest.
3: Well, You're you could right. do it. It doesn't have to be sexual. Then you could go into like another I don't know. Then you'd probably, again in uh, improv, you'd sweep at that point because mm-hmm. you've hit the third. Anyways, right. But I'm not... Trying to take the fun out of comedy with sort of rules. But uh, anyways, this guy, I don't know. What do you think? Sorry. Yeah. I, I totally hijacked all things. Tell me, what do you <laughs> no, think a, was the point of the
2: joke? I, I don't know. I
3: Yours makes sense. Yeah. but I don't know he, if that's right, though.
1: That's it, probably the closest thing to logic we're going to get yeah. to. Because yeah. but I will say, this is an opportunity to promote ourselves as punch-up for this sort of thing. Yep. Yeah, we <laughs> are. think <I need> it's <laughs> a job that needs to be filled. Yeah. Clearly, who's, whoever's working in this business is not doing a good job. Yeah. Yeah, it sounds Not like, like he needs the caffeine. To be honest, uh, <laughs> I, I think we should say... make the Patreon just sexual <laughs> harassment videos from <laughs> just now on. Train the listeners. Yeah,
2: I uh, I think that's so funny. Like when you take those quizzes, they're so funny because yeah. they're multiple choice, and there's always like <laughs> the one that's the right one is always so obvious. Right, where it's yeah. like. Uh, what should she do? And A is like, follow the company guidelines. Like, well, that's <laughs> right. going to be it. And then B will be like, threaten her life. <laughs> like, yeah. well, I think it's A. Uh, <laughs> man. man. They,
1: they should do like a choose your own adventure version where it, like you flip to page 84. Like that black mirror, like yeah. Bandersnatch. Yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yes. Yes. Yeah. It's a good idea.
2: Well, <laughs> uh, I do want to. While we're still on it, while I still have the cord, uh, I want to play another brief because we're talking about Sammy Hagar today. Yes, yes. Uh, who can not drive fifty-five? 55. From That's what I've right. famously, I
1: <laughs> I read the story about that song today. Is that, is that what related? Well, to what I, you're I just playing? want to play
2: this dan- while we're still talking about. Old yeah, I
1: don't know. I mean, yeah, I know the song. I didn't know there was a. History. There's a whole story it. behind. This I know something
3: song. about the Carter years, but this is maybe a more personal. Yeah, this is a personal <laughs> oh, anecdote <laughs> from him. Wow. What, what, uh, can... yeah, why don't you tell that while I find honest. this video? Oh. It's that he, <laughs> he was, got a ticket. <laughs> he got a ticket on his
1: return home from. Uh, he was like overseas, yeah. and he came back to the states, and I think he was driving from New York upstate or whatever. And then he is that part of this video? That
0: he no, let, you let's this? play this video and then we'll then we'll the play big the song interview we'll with Dan Rather. All new episode with special guest Sammy Hagar on March twenty seventh, nineteen eighty seven. You do you perform your first show with Van Halen in Shreveport, Louisiana. I want to put an exclamation point! Remember, I'm a Texan. I know Shreveport for the uh, Hayloft country music. First, what were you doing in Shreveport, Louisiana? We played, and I played before Van Halen, every city. I, I played at Shreveport 10 times. I, this was not the Louisiana Hayride. No, we were in the <laughs> arena. 10,000 people, 12,000, sold out. The first show, the album had, I, I know, I remember all, Valerie Bertinelli's hometown. All the uh, hoopla about me joining the band, but no album had come out yet because we hadn't finished the record, but our manager booked the tour. Right. The tour sold out, you know, first day, every show we did, 136 shows, whatever it was. And that show, I was scared to death because when we're going out, we're going to play the whole new album. Saying, I don't want to play the old, just the old stuff. Let's put, you know, and Eddie and all, we all agreed, hey, let's show them what we got. We had a fantastic record. Well, you're also under pressure because you're succeeding. I didn't use the word replace. You're succeeding uh, David Lee Roth. Got to be a lot of
4: pressure. Okay. <laughs> I tell you, that's Damn. a great place to end it. Uh, I love that he just says no. no. And that's the end of the interview. It, uh, it's so good.
0: <laughs>
2: but okay, that interview Let's, is so funny to me. Yeah. Because he says, what were you doing in Shreveport, Louisiana? It's, he was with with the band on tour. Wait, <laughs> he like, just
3: said we were there to play a concert. <laughs> yeah. What were you doing in Shreveport? How did they find so you good. in Shreveport, Louisiana?
2: <laughs> no, I, I, I came with them.
3: <laughs> you know, he not
1: thought for... that they just discovered him there? Well,
3: the other thing is weird. Dan Rather seems shocked that they would be listening to music other than country. <laughs> he seems to have not been back there in 50 years. It's like, now they have electricity there now, because <laughs> when you I used to choose? go to Shreveport, yeah. <laughs> yeah, how did you plug in your amps? <laughs> yes, uh, it, yeah.
1: That's amazing. So should we listen to the song uh yes. before we go further? I'm okay. going
2: to turn this over to you. Okie dokie. Um, I feel like we should talk about this video too cuz it's a famous video. Yeah, have you seen the video, Tony?
3: I actually haven't seen it in a, in a while, but I mean I remember he's driving a red car and he gets pulled over, I think. So Dan yes. Dan rather is I in the passenger. <laughs> yeah. Uh. <laughs> they, they just drove together. Yeah. <laughs> but I haven't wa- yeah, I guess I haven't watched it in a long time.
1: Dan freaks out, he says, keep driving. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I got warrants, he says. Uh, <laughs> okay, let's hear some of I Can't Drive 50 <laughs>
2: The video starts with him as if he's a NASCAR driver. He's got a he's got a helmet on. He has a right. pit crew. They come, and then it's just him trying to like get around different cars. But it's really, it's like he's like frustrated. It's not like him like free in the open road. It's yeah. like I mean I guess that makes sense with the song. Sure.
4: But no. <laughs> he's, a he's he like ring. grabs
1: a cop by the uh, jacket. I remember and shakes him around. It's very thrilling. He, is
4: there
3: a courtroom scene in this? This later. I can't remember. I we did later. See,
2: we saw a piece of paper that says uh, "Sammy Hagar, like catch him," and says thousand dollar reward," <laughs> which
1: is like not that big of a reward. Yeah. Well, back then it was like a million. Yeah, nineteen eighty four.
3: Yeah, yeah. They take him to court. I, okay, now I remember. Yeah, he's just
2: being tried by a jury of his peers, and he's—they didn't. Uh, he's still wearing this weird yellow and red
3: jumpsuit in the court. Well, they just take him right. From the car to the trial, which is, you know, I don't know. That's actually speaking, good. You usually get to speak to a lawyer first, but <laughs> not, you're dealing with Judge Julius T. Hangman. By the way, that's what it said that on his nameplate. Yeah.
4: <laughs> now, Hangman is plate. notoriously yeah. uh, <laughs> pretty lenient. <actually>. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, kind of an ironic, ironic the, yeah. yeah, It's
3: like a really big guy they call Tiny. No, <laughs> oh, no, Hangman. No, no, it's a joke. He lets everybody go. <laughs> No, I think he got sentenced to the death penalty. This looks like his band. Oh. It must be pretty out.
1: crazy to go so fast that you get sentenced to death. <laughs> yeah.
2: <laughs> the first comment on the YouTube video is, I crashed my car while listening to this. True story, LOL. There's another story about someone. Oh, this is great. Oh, they gave him a guitar. Now he's dancing. He's dancing on, in the courtroom. <laughs> oh, the,
3: he's got a guitar right in front of the judge. He's doing a solo. They kicked over the judge, I think. And oh. they're beating up the bailiffs. You'd think Judge Hangman would not stand for this, <laughs> yeah. this courtroom. No, oh, Judge Hangman. they've taken the handcuffs.
1: <laughs> I'd love it if he yelled out objection and then started doing that. <laughs> yeah,
3: I feel like this video is going to have a funny twist at the end where there's like a they get out of jail and there's like
2: whoa. <laughs> uh, San Diego just did a backflip and caught his yeah. guitar for those this listening. Actually, is really
3: that's cool. awesome. Whoa! Well, oh, <laughs> oh, there's some wire work in this. He just he just um. He did like a kung fu wire jump over the judge, and now he's <laughs> straight on his no shoulder. No
1: wonder he wasn't afraid of David Lee Ryan. Yeah.
2: So
3: an old woman just took matters into her own hands yeah. and whacked him with an umbrella, and that's how <laughs> he ended up getting caught again. But I know this video's going to a twist. These 80s videos always have a funny twist where like, they get locked up, and then it's like a hot babe is his cellmate or something. <laughs> oh, I don't know if that's what it yeah. is, but I bet something like that always happens at God, these 80s videos. I miss when jails were co-ed. <laughs> yeah. In the 80s, yeah. yeah. <laughs> Uh, I just can we get to the end of this? I, there's got to be a twist. These videos always have twists. What's it going to be? Uh, yeah, he's going to break. Uh, he's breaking out of jail. What? He's back in the car. Oh, oh he's just breaking out of jail, back in the car. No, <laughs> he's, he's getting pulled over again. But Jeez. this is going to be a hot babe, I bet.
1: <laughs> <laughs> and then <laughs> she like hops in the car with him, I bet.
3: Is that he just escaped? That's it. Come on.
2: Ooh, the twist is that there's. The last Somewhere. thing you see is a speed limit 55 with a red yeah. circle and a line yes. through it. Wow. Which is truly a brilliant <laughs> <laughs> metaphor <laughs> for the fact that he can't drive 55. <laughs> the twist is oh, that
3: I get, that's what the song's about. That's actually what it means. I can't yeah. drive. Oh, yes. Here, there you go. No,
1: the twist is that our prison system... Just can't hold down a white man. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, there's so you told that uh, that story about the guy uh, saying he crashed uh, his car. The comment uh, was yeah, the guy yeah, crashed yeah. his car. Listening to this. there's a famous person who was pulled over while listening to, while listening to this song. Mm-hmm. Can you guess who it was? Uh, give I us will give you a one, year.
2: One clue.
1: Uh, Tony
3: me versus Tony, vice
1: presidential oh. candidate. Oh, that's well,
3: like, hardly that Mondale. <laughs> no way. <laughs> I'll tell you, it obviously must have been uh, somebody more recent, uh, Al Gore. No. Al no, Gore's no. never driven over 30. In <laughs> <laughs> his whole life. Uh, yeah, for right. the environment. <laughs> yeah, I guess you're right. Paul Ryan. Uh, no, no, no Okay It was Sarah
2: Palin You're right I was uh, going to say The doctor was the mom <laughs>
4: <laughs> It was a
1: female candidate Her ass uh, was trying to drive to Russia <laughs>
2: uh, That would have killed in 2012
4: yeah.
1: <laughs> <laughs> Vice presidential candidate Sarah Palin was pulled over In her hometown of uh, Wazila, Alaska <sighs> Wasila, Alaska. <laughs> Ooh, I want to ask you. Uh, <laughs> uh, on July twenty third, twenty fourteen, for speeding, she was reportedly going sixty three miles per hour in her Toyota Tundra. The song was on the radio at the time, which may well have contributed to her fast driving.
4: <laughs> That's what a one lame of the story!
1: <laughs> and then uh, Hagar responded to the news by tweeting at her, saying, "At uh, dear, at Sarah Palin." I uh, heard you were going, ro- hashtag going rogue, grocer uh, <laughs> on the gas pedal. Oh. I'll cover your ticket if you promise to do better next time. <laughs> hashtag I can't drive 55. Yeah. 63 a mixed message. is yeah. nothing, by the way. Yeah. If it's it, kind of crazy she did get pulled over yeah. for that. I think it was the liberal agenda <laughs> that pulled her over. Yeah. She was shadow banned. <laughs> uh so this song he he
2: wrote this song after so this is a solo song. We should clarify since we were yes. talking about yeah Van Halen stuff.
1: Yeah, you know. so he uh, I believe this is on VOA, uh, which stands for
3: Voice of America. That is
1: correct. Video or... on s.
3: <laughs> what? What? <laughs> uh, oh. Yeah, this is a comedy podcast. <laughs>
1: <laughs> Tony, try to sneak ass into more stuff that you say. <laughs> oh. <laughs> um, Song Origin, uh, he was in a rent-a-car that wouldn't go much faster than 55 miles an hour, <laughs> uh, and he was on his way back from Africa. I did a safari Africa. for three months throughout Africa, a really great vacation after three lockbox. I was traveling for 24 hours. I got to New York City, changed planes, Albany, uh, New York, uh, got into a and rent-a-car. Which flight numbers
3: were those? <laughs> <Staying> <laughs> real more detail on this. <laughs> uh, yes. Yeah,
1: okay. yeah, yeah. <laughs> oh, got him. <laughs> uh... <laughs> uh Let's see. Uh, I used to go to... Uh, where the fuck was this? Uh, oh, yeah. He was driving uh, to, from Albany to somewhere, and he, was, uh, he got a rental car. At 2 in the morning, burnt from travel, a cop stopped him for doing 62 <laughs> on a four-lane road where there was no one else in sight. <sighs> then the guy gave me a ticket. I was doing 62, and he said, we give tickets around here for over 60. And I said, I can't drive 55. I grabbed a paper and pen, and I swear, <laughs> I swear the guy was writing the ticket, and I was writing the lyrics. <laughs> I got to Lake Placid. I had a guitar set up there, and I wrote that song on the spot. How does he Burnt. know
2: that the cop wasn't also writing lyrics? Yeah, I maybe mean, <laughs> the cop was writing a song that, like, you should drive. <laughs> 55.
1: <laughs> so the other thing surrounding this is while he was gone, I guess, there's a law, there was a national law that the speed limit was 55, or, like, that you couldn't go over 55. Fifty-five everywhere. Oh, really? it, so it was this big thing, <laughs> it's related
3: to the gas crisis. Actually, is that, that right? Like, yeah, they were. You know, you burn when you start going over these high speeds. You use more gas. So oh, that no. was the... You know, I got <laughs> some gas coming out of my ass. I was going to say ass <laughs> crisis. <laughs> For me
2: and my incel boys both uh. <laughs> <laughs> It's uh. an ass crisis right now.
3: I think that, you know what been on Reddit lately. <laughs> <about the answers. laughs> Honestly, sorry, I don't even know if that's true. I've been a nerd. I think that was something related to that. And, <laughs> Anyway. Well,
2: the important thing is no one likes to fact-check when they listen to a podcast. Yeah, that's, <laughs> true. that's true. We've never gotten any tweets <laughs> from anybody well, who's also, slightly annoyed. <laughs> Dan Rather was messing up the ears in that video. Well, That's what all the YouTube comments were in that video. Because uh, oh. yeah. he says, 87, you played your first show. Was and they, they, were, they 86? out in 86. Uh, fucking
3: Rather. <laughs> Not even a real Van Halen fan. <laughs> Don't interview Sammy Hager. Get somebody that knows what he's talking about to do that interview like... Uh, and he drunk? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> or uh, uh, what's that uh, Ricky Rackman. I don't know you know I what I'm talking about? He was no. the host of MTV Headbangers Ball. Oh, yeah. Yeah. yes, of course. I forgot about yeah. Headbangers Ball.
1: <laughs> I also want to point out... Um, this uh, could be considered Hagar's foray into social awareness because it was about that law. While some rock stars social were concerned awareness. about the environment or civil rights, <laughs> Hagar <laughs> was upset with the lowering of highway speed limits. He had a lot of support for his cause.
3: That is so funny. He was concerned about the environment being too good. <laughs> we got to use more gas. <laughs> yeah, he was anti-environment. I just yeah. saw a squirrel smile.
1: <laughs> <laughs> yeah. uh, uh, before we get too deep into the show here, we should go to Jared, Great. I think. Uh, so, this is a weekly segment on the show, if you're a new listener. Um our dear friend and foe of the podcast, Jared Thompson, the owner of the Comedy Attic in beautiful Bloomington, Indiana, and also co-founder of the Limestone Comedy Festival, which will be happening at the end of this very month, which we are in May right now. Uh, so go to that. It's featuring a bunch of the best comics in the country. Uh, it's very fun. And uh, Jared and Matt uh, Alonzo Morning put a lot of work into it. Um, but nonetheless, we go to Jared each week for his thoughts on the show. He... Tends to be a stickler about shitty music or any music, really. So let's hear his thoughts
5: on Sammy Hagar. What's up, y'all? It's this week's They Went to Jared. The boys are going to have a guest on defending Sammy Hagar. I mean, this is, you know, it's kind of a trap. I mean, I don't know. Sammy Hagar is sort of like just useless really like he's just kind of been around because he was around like he's not good or bad i guess it's just i mean you know acdc is the gold standard of having a second singer um you know genesis i guess maybe but i i prefer peter gabriel over phil collins but my point is is that like very rarely do you ever replace a singer and things go well and i think van halen is closer to things not going well than things going well. I think that he was by far the lesser of the two singers of Van Halen. He has kind of a sort of boring solo career. Um, I'd rather listen to Sammy Hagar's solo than plenty of stuff out there. So it's not like you're asking me my opinion of, you know, smooth by Santana and Rob Thomas like it doesn't quite reach that level of uh, alarm but i think useless is the best way to describe Sammy H- Hagar it's like there's just nowhere to put him where he actually makes an impact on anything he's just kind of this like ridiculous person so anyway uh, nice try though i right, think <laughs> <laughs> a nice
3: try before having heard the Am <laughs> I messing up the continuity by saying we heard that?
1: Oh no, he knows. Uh, yeah. Okay, he so it's nice try. A suggestion. Oh That's yeah, yeah. Got it, got it. Got and it. I, he was say, claiming that we were trapping him in some way.
3: <laughs> what would be the trap? I don't. get Just saying you... he likes Sammy Hagar. <laughs> and then you're going to make fun of him? I don't know.
2: Oh, <laughs> yeah, it's not, he's you're... not useless. He took on a very important cause, as we can yes, <laughs> see. Yes, he got yeah. the
1: the highway uh, speed limit laws changed. Wasting
2: his time with civil rights. He's <laughs> <laughs>
1: Um. Once again If you Like I said Jared owns the Comedy If you want a headline there Just email Jared <laughs> <laughs> He'd love to have Any of you Listeners out there <laughs>
2: Tony what's your response To that voicemail
3: Yes I mean it, This is a typical Knock on Sammy Hagar Is that oh He wasn't as good As David Lee Roth But I mean uh, It was just a different Band And I, I think this is Also Kind of ridiculous In that You know Rock music was changing Even David Lee Roth Did a few solo albums after Van Halen, that were probably n- not even as good as the one Van Halen did with Sammy Hagar. So to me, that shows that uh, the you know, it was the Van Halen brothers that were making that band. And as entertaining as David right. Lee Roth was, the you know for where hard rock was going at that time, I think if anything, Sammy Hagar was uh, actually. Uh, helped make keep them contemporary for another two and a half years. <laughs> so, yeah, I think, thing yeah thing. exactly. <laughs>
4: uh,
3: I I just think that's like saying he's not you know, and or saying he's been around. He's done no- nothing. I mean, I think that was kind of what he's blamed. I I don't think so. How I mean, this is the guy made it about twenty years of having being able to be successful in the world of rock music, which is yeah. aimed at you know thirteen year olds. I, I think he, that's pretty good. I think it's more impressive than a guy that did one. Album, you know, Guns N' Roses, they did you know, good for two years, and then became a complete embarrassment. I think is it more impressive to have a twenty-year run of kicking ass.
1: Yeah, that's yeah. true. And you know what else yeah. is aimed at thirteen-year-olds? Tommy's advances. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> so he, uh, Sammy Hagar, began his musical career
2: as a member of the seventies heavy, heavy metal band Montrose. Hagar left the group in nineteen seventy-five because of tensions created. By his wild style of guitar playing. <laughs>
1: yeah, he liked to play it upside down, apparently.
2: <laughs> that's such a funny sentence to Yeah, uh, that's really good. we couldn't handle the tension. <laughs> and rock and roll.
3: This is rock and roll. No wild music, please. <laughs> Turn it down. <laughs> uh, that's weird. Uh, it may have been an ego thing, because, of course, Montrose, um, it was Ronnie Montrose was yes. the uh, main... The name behind the band, and he maybe felt like he he was a guitarist. He couldn't sing, yeah. so maybe he felt. Threatened interesting that, that Hagar could also play guitar.
1: Interesting that Hagar ended up in two groups where someone else's last name yeah. was the band.
3: I guess, we, and Hagar is a pretty cool name too. I guess it, that, just that would speaks, be a great band name. That just speaks to how cool the names Montrose and Van yeah. Halen are. Montrose is pretty. Yeah, a pretty cool name, but yeah. So
1: I want to read some of this before I forget because I I read some stuff about uh, Sammy Hagar's I, I think this is autobiography. Uh, This is an article from the Houston Press called Sammy Hagar Red Rocker Crew Shaming Sex Machine. What? Uh, During the tour to support Van Halen's for unlawful carnal knowledge, singer guitarist Sammy (laughs) Hagar certainly Uh... took the record's title to heart because just about every night during Eddie's 20-minute guitar solo, Hagar would retreat to a hidden tent beneath the stage. Oh, no. There he would find five or six pre-selected completely naked female Whoa. audience members waiting for Sammy to fuck them. Whoa. And it says fuck. Houston Press? <laughs> yeah. Is there like newspaper? <laughs> Is that a
3: real <laughs> I guess anyone can just register it's probably the Houston Chronicle isn't that their newspaper <laughs> <laughs> this is just some psycho's website uh, Sammy Hagar was in there fucking it. yeah, it's right here in he was New- fucking and <laughs> <laughs> two or three of them were women two of them were unicorns <laughs> <laughs> it's right here in the New York Oregonian <laughs> yeah
4: <laughs>
1: um, in fact Hagar <laughs> says he had so much sex on that tour that for a while he actually wasn't able Able to climax anymore, <laughs> no matter how hard he
2: tried
3: Wow, there's our the song titles trying. on this album. Uh, F use for unlawful carnal knowledge. Yes, you got, you got And did you get cake. the pun on that? You get the pun uh, for unlawful. Fuck, yeah, 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 yeah. Okay, sorry. Oh. <laughs> yeah, this, uh, yeah. oh no. <laughs> yeah.
2: So you got pound cake. You got spanked. <laughs> you got Pleasure Dome, and that's just side one, baby. Yeah, <laughs> yeah the rest of them aren't good. You know, still, but, uh, you I don't know, know
3: your girl gave oh, yeah. Pleasure Dome. <laughs> that <Yeah>. was. <laughs> What's well, interesting, Cake, I don't know how far we are, we are. We gonna giving his like career history first, or we jump around? And yeah, yeah, we annoy, jump around and annoy the fans. <laughs> oh, okay. yeah. Yeah. What do they prefer? Because I want to do what they, they'd they like to hear a sort of retrospective, and then kind of diving into different. They'd points. like to hear whatever the fuck we want. Yeah. to go. Yeah. Okay, all right, yeah. yeah. Our, what do you we, guys we, prefer? Our little piss piggies, old chomp on whatever we give them. Well, I was what because. That was I was going to say that was the kind of first – that album was the first – well, it's interesting. First of all, the song Pound Cake, uh, I, I've done a close analysis of the lyrics, and it, it seems to be about – Is this
2: s- on your playlist?
3: Yes, uh, yes it yeah, is. I put the number oh,
2: one – Well, let, let's play okay, okay, yeah, it I know about what you Okay. I so, uh, so, uh, hear what you said. Yes,
3: because actually this was um, – anyways. <laughs> Yeah, should, I, should I start talking? Or I'll, are you going to start playing it? I'll
1: play a little bit of it, and then you, we can talk about okay, it. Okay,
3: yeah, tell me, because I have a lot of it, thoughts it, it, on this song.
4: This is not playing.
3: <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah. It, you may not realize it playing, it starts with a drill solo. this is a thing back in the late 80s. Bands would these chainsaws and drills. Like, you were running out of ideas for kind of hard rock and heavy <laughs> There's this band called Jackal, where the guy played a chainsaw. Van Halen's playing a drill here. Anyway. Yeah, so take a minute. Here we go. Please,
0: please, it's simple.
3: I mean, well, this is the first uh, Van Halen or Sammy Hagar song I ever heard because I didn't know about the other Van Halen really? stuff because this you never on, heard Jump. I, I maybe I had like you know what's the thing I only really listened to new music that was on like MTV. Yeah, and I didn't like have any like uh, like I didn't have an older brother. My parents listened to No rock they listened to no music recorded after 1970 and mtv then only played brand new songs there was no they wouldn't play jump whenever this came out Mm -hmm. it was that was ancient so this was the first van halen or sammy hager thing i ever heard and i thought it was great and uh like i said i didn't know about the david lee Ross stuff i wasn't uh, old enough when that came out and i maybe i would have recognized jump if it came on and something but i didn't you know, this was the first I saw, and then I thought this band is cool. I like this. I saw it's rocking yeah. hard. It really it is rocking pretty hard. It made, I, I didn't really. Admit. And then, like looking back now, the lyrics I think are about making love to your wife. If you listen to it, it's about how a lot of guys want to, you know, be out on the road and um, right. a different girl. This is it. There's nothing like, I think Pound Cake is referring to your wife or long term uh, girlfriends' of the vagina. So I think I, that's <laughs> what. Looking at it now, but at the time, I you know I was a young. I didn't know any of this stuff. I. I probably thought it was about cake. Who knows? But uh, it just had a great, catchy chorus and cool guitar solo, so I, I was, was into it.
1: reading about what this is about. And, Am I uh, offer or I, what do you think? I, I don't think you're so far off, okay. but uh, completely wrong. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, So this is explaining the lyrical infu- influence of this song. Sammy Hagar said that he liked people who were like Pound Cake. Well, that well, is... <laughs> <laughs> what you see is what you get. Nothing to hide.
3: Oh, okay. Which fits Tony's I uh, guess there sort there. of. Yeah, yeah. yeah. it's I like know. about your a girl like that you know or I. I guess not. I guess it's about you. Like we said, he couldn't even climax, so now <laughs> he just wants a woman that's not trying to rip him off or something. Is that? I that's think... all he cares about. I don't know. Yeah, I, for some reason, I, and later I thought this is about. I don't know. I guess I, d- I was wrong. I
2: think the words speak for themselves. Yeah. If I can just quote sure. uh, really quick. Yes, uh, please. Let me get on some of that. Uh, <laughs> uh, uh-oh. Uh-oh. Uh, uh-oh. I want some of that. Uh, uh, uh-oh. Give me some of that. Uh, uh, uh-oh. Uh-oh. Yeah. Oh, got some real fine pound cake. Ah. Uh-huh. <laughs> <laughs> and I don't think, yeah, I think that totally speaks for yeah, itself. I guess I was right. <laughs> <laughs>
3: It is about the beauty of a relationship. I guess you're right. Yeah, it's not just so much about sex. And this.
1: I've been out there, tried a little bit of everything, so but it's all sex it. without love. I yeah. found the real thing is pounding. Yeah, you that's why it says wrote about that m- seconds after he wasn't able to get an erection.
3: <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you're right. <laughs> 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 hey boys, you guys ever heard of love?
4: <laughs>
3: what do you mean? Well, I was with this chick, I couldn't get it up, but I was I still wanted to talk to her. <laughs> that never happened to you? <laughs> Maybe that was... Uh, no. <laughs> oh, man. Uh,
1: yeah, that was huh. Pound cake. But
3: it was, yeah, it was the first song, and that got me into the band, Van Halen, and, I, you know... Um, so, so, catchy. but like I said, I knew, so I knew the Hagar music first. You knew Hagar before, yeah. David Van Lee Roth. Hagar, as people yeah. would say, Van Hagar. Yes. And I didn't even know there was a whole thing and the back and forth. I didn't get yes. into the David Lee Roth stuff till later. Uh, what did, what were your thoughts
1: out? on it? Because uh, I think we should touch on that at least a little bit because yeah. it is, it. Reading about them today, I watched a bunch of videos. Yeah. It was like the first Tupac versus Biggie. There's
2: so much, just like a Conan anger. J. Leno thing too. Yes. Yeah, yeah,
1: yeah, yeah. But there's yeah. a lot of anger, and there's a lot of like history. It they like changed at one point. They tried to become friends and do it together. Yeah, they tried to do point. a tour
3: together. Very yeah.
1: strange shit. Yeah,
3: it's just um, like I guess it's just I. David Lee Roth seems like a crazy egomaniac. Eddie yeah. Van Halen seems like a complete. Jerk and a control freak right. and uh, So they weren't getting along And Sammy Hagar seems like a nice Kind of normal, normal guy Who just wants to have sex Until he can't climax anymore <laughs> And drive, drive over the speed limit <laughs> you know, with David Lee Roth is a you know, complete maniac right. like, But I guess I could see I think this is the kind of thing That like The David Lee Roth albums are much more I guess stripped down And the production You know if you're like a kind of a teenager who like takes yourself seriously, you might think, oh, the Sammy Hagar albums they sold out and tried to get on the radio or something because they had more synthesizers mm. and they sang more about love instead of just getting drunk. But there's plenty of songs about uh, getting drunk and stuff like that on the Hagar ones. I guess it's just not, doesn't sound as dangerous yeah. or whatever. But I mean it would have I think it would have been worse if these guys were getting older and s- still trying to write the kind of stuff David Lee Roth yeah, and also yeah. these are the David Lee Roth and I lo- I probably do like the David Lee Roth albums more, but the David Lee Roth supporters conveniently overlook some of the... He would make them do, like, ragtime songs. Because he had it in his head. This guy's a... In his head, he thought he was, like, the next Al Jolson. I'm not kidding. Uh-huh. And he actually did a video around 1991 with Blackface in it. Oh, my God. At, uh, I, I mean, it was so... David Lee Roth is a crazy guy, so I definitely would take Sammy Hagar's side just as a human being. Sure. Uh, so- and I think they had plenty of great songs, and Sammy Hagar had plenty of great songs before and after mm-hmm. so I mean these psychopaths well he made a good point about ruined the band or something it was yeah insane.
1: he made a good point where somebody asked him uh, if it was weird to do the takeover thing and yeah. he was like I think it would have been weirder if I didn't already have a name like if I wasn't right. a guy already like yeah. if I was a no name um, I think that's a good point I think people were a little like I think a, people were stoked excited. I've talked yeah. to
3: some people older than me that were stoked about him joining because yeah. They were already Hagar fans. I mean, it would be like I get somebody joining. I mean, I don't know it would any be new like bands. Jimmy Buffett joined
1: <laughs> Bare Naked Ladies. Yeah, right
3: or how we all felt when John Mayer joined the Grateful Dead. Mm-hmm. Top two yes. acts in music on tour together, finally. But um, uh, <laughs> yeah, so I don't know. So I think people just got very. People probably got, but it's also like. I'm reading an article that calls David Lee Roth doing blackface
2: an embarrassing moment. <laughs>
3: yeah, uh, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Well, it's weird that it was embarrassing a little. Embarrassing it was moment. a little. Unfortunately, he kind of already by quitting Van Halen. I mean, it was he kind of already become. He was right. Lucky for him, his music became completely unpopular at the exact same time he did that blackface video. It was like the same week Nirvana came out, so <laughs> he was able to avoid any blowback by God. being irrelevant. So he managed to make himself irrelevant through music instead of by doing blackface in a video, which is, that I guess, is good. So
1: lucky, <laughs> yeah. That's really funny. That's like if like Alanis Morris had killed somebody the same week Justin Bieber broke. Right? Yeah.
3: <laughs> <laughs> um, so oh, yeah, I don't know. I just think it's it's crazy to be that of a much of a partisan for David Lee Roth and they didn't even put out that much music with you know with David Lee Roth they put out like five 30 minute albums you know uh-huh. uh, it wasn't like this huge legacy that was being tarnished and they got Sammy Hagar and it's still just fun party rock music get mm-hmm. over you know yeah yourselves David Lee Roth the partisans also I think yeah. it's I think people maybe say that because it also feels like a cool opinion to have sure mm-hmm. like you want to hang out with the boys man these guys sucked Where they got Sammy Hagar it seems like something that would maybe Get you points at the bar, like yeah, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I
2: remember, I, I had, it was like a very surface. I had a totally surface level knowledge of Van Halen, but I like knew it was like the cool thing to say that David Lee Roth, yeah. what that you like to do, and like I, I love like Panama, like blew my mind when I was like yes. a thirteen year old who was just learning how to play guitar, and
3: I'd like yeah. never heard Harmonic Sport. I was like, oh my god, yeah. this is crazy, you know. Uh, so yeah, fuck Sammy Hagar. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, yeah, the, yeah, the, yeah, yeah. the David Lee Roth albums are more kick ass, and I think probably. People won't, the Sammy Hagar albums are good if you like, maybe it's not going to have the same kind of replay value in the future because, but if you like things like Journey and Foreigner and stuff like, it's arena rock, but played, it kicks ass, but maybe if, mm-hmm. it's not something people are going to go back and discover because it doesn't sound that unique for the time, but I don't know, who Who knows what they, if they had kept David Lee Roth, and they probably would have done a whole Frickin' ragtime <laughs> musical in blackface. <laughs> I think they probably did the right move by getting yes. that lunatic off their band. Well, you can look. I mean, not the to videos defend this guy are insane. I mean he made he made like a sketch comedy show with tons of racist stuff in it. Oh, Guys, just the, a bad guy. I watched a
1: video of him. I right mean, here. he's a
3: great guy. I love it, but he's he he, w- he would have de- he's uh, a great distro- guy. <laughs> He would have destroyed their legacy much more probably than Sammy. Hanger. I was
1: watching. Uh, <laughs> like just a compilation of shit about all this stuff earlier yeah. there's a video of him just growling at a reporter and then it cuts to him and what appears to be a music video where he's dressed as it seems to be a native american with like yeah. a headdress and shit and he's at a gas station and he asks for a bottle of uh anything and a glazed yes, donut that, uh, yeah. and then he <laughs> looks closer into the camera and he goes to go, <laughs> <laughs> like,
3: he thought was he was this cool. <laughs> no, he was really thought he was funny, and he was trying <laughs> to do sketches. And I think he thought that that bit of that video was so it funny. He too. went on, "I was like, I'm going to do more comedy. This is what the, hilarious." I mean, there's uh, there's other stuff in that video that's I know the one you're talking. It's like not if you were the last Arab on earth. There's yeah, like oh, yeah, yeah, it's yeah, very rough stuff. And uh, but the, here, so this is what I find, uh, I'll <laughs> say is that the band probably, if you Van Halen probably wanted to make more kind of like less heavy metal, more poppy arena rock music anyway. It wouldn't matter who this singer was. So uh, I, I don't think you can blame Sammy, H- Sammy Hagar saying he ruined the band when they were just keeping up with the times in uh, yeah. rock and roll. That's mm. my opinion. So I don't blame him. I think he's a fun singer. And anyways, I, think he's, I think the tunes we'll hear on this playlist to speak to his talent yes. as a musician. And I think if you played 20 Sammy Hagar songs and 20 David Lee Roth songs, you Sammy Hagar's solo music, David Lee Roth, it would stand up better. Sure. Uh, well, luckily, this is going to be a six-hour episode, yeah. so we're, <laughs> we're going to do listen just listen that. The whole we'll well. Yeah. 20
2: <laughs> songs apiece. Yeah. Full yeah. of full yeah. songs. <laughs> and then we're going to watch
1: a season of Game of Thrones. <laughs> 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 uh, I We should go to Facebook. I, also, I found some more stuff in this Houston Press article that I really <laughs> feel like needs to be... Yeah. Yeah. I'm going to read his autobiography, because <laughs> this is insane. Says Hagar also tells of a rough and tumble early life of gypsy-like meandering for his mother, father, and three siblings. Not helping matters is that uh, dad was. It says dad, which is weird that they call him dad. <laughs> it's like his brother wrote this. Yeah. Yeah. Not helping matters is that dad was a belligerent alcoholic huh. who favored fighting in and out of the ring. At one point, trying to throw punches at firefighters who had come to save his house. <laughs> <laughs> That's After incredible. he passed out. With the lit cigarette burning it down. That's amazing. Feeling like of Manchester by the Sea. He shows up to the burning house and starts trying to fight <laughs> the fun. people. Out. Hey, get the fuck away from my family! <laughs> uh, a lot of uh, Manchester by the Sea references. Okay, on yeah, the I didn't, show. Just didn't see it, but uh, uh, oh, you got to see it. Uh, also, a Hagar family camping trip might include Grandma trying to hit Hagar Senior with a rock.
3: <laughs> sorry, I'm sorry. I shouldn't laugh. It's not nice. <laughs> yes, <laughs> you <man>. should. Okay, Sorry. <laughs> right. Yeah, uh,
1: you got. Yeah, I I might post this uh, Houston Press thing on the wow. like Instagram or something. It's it, you got to check it out. <laughs> uh, we should also go to Facebook yeah. while we're looking at uh, the old comp. Uh, Joe McAdam. Uh mm-hmm. friend of the show writes Sammy's uh re-record Sammy re-recording I can't drive 55 to be I can't drive 65 <laughs> when speed limit laws changed uh is the funniest thing <laughs> which is very much uh, Is that true.
2: literally the only thing they change?
1: <laughs> I have
3: to imagine uh, uh, did they change any other lyrics? It'd I be wonder. so
1: funny if they didn't.
3: He could do something about electric cars. I feel like people are pissed about electric cars, <laughs> yeah. and that's like a whole audience waiting to be tapped into. I can't drive
0: driverless cars. <laughs> yeah.
3: Yeah. Uh, uh, let's
1: see. Um, a lot of people wrote about Montrose. Oh, this is... Kind of an interesting thought. Uh, Andrew Durso writes, Sammy Hagar's first band, Mantras, legitimately rules and has a number of songs that sound like they're begging to be covered by some cool modern day pitchfork approved garage artists like Ty Seagull uh, or Kurt Vial. Uh There's a few gems from his time in Van Halen, but that's more so because Eddie still had the occasional good song in him. I weirdly admire how unpretentious he is, but at the end of the day, he still marks the point where Van Halen stopped being Van Halen and became... Boring factory grade 80s divorced guy metal. Damn. I will say there's a lot of divorced guys who commented on
2: (laughs) uh, (laughs) I I just want to say really quickly, since we're going to get off this topic, but the song, the I Can't Drive 65, he recorded it uh, for a NASCAR compilation CD (laughs) called NASCAR Full Throttle. (laughs) Yeah. So and The
3: interesting thing about NASCAR, there are actually no speed limits. Let <laughs> <They're not> them <laughs> go as fast as they want. So I don't know <laughs> what they're talking. About. <laughs> I think in NASCAR, if you want to be a rebel, you you say I can't drive. You want to go slower? Do you know what I'm saying, Tommy? You want we'll to sh- be the bad boy yeah, of NASCAR? You go slow. You just,
4: <laughs> you just put it in neutral.
3: Yeah. The what he meant by I can't drive sixty. I yeah. Five, uh, yeah. He wants I, to go fifty-five <laughs> in NASCAR. <laughs> There was a a movie for you about
1: that. (laughs) That's so funny. (laughs) There was a lot I wanted to cover with this song that I actually forgot. This song was in multiple video games. NBA Two K. Do you know the year?
2: Like, recently, and it was K-18, really weird. it was in... I can't drive It did not fit it made at all. No sense. It
1: was so funny. Every time it yeah. came on, I was like, is this the game? <laughs> this is so weird. It was the
2: same year Pound Cake was in Madden. <laughs> yeah.
1: <laughs> uh, it's in another video game also. Uh, maybe even more. But uh, it's it was also used in the 2018 film Bumblebee. Uh, oh, because
2: tramp- oh. oh, that's like a big 80s music thing. Sure, yeah.
1: sure. Actually, it's... In Well, it's in multiple Guitar Hero games. And the lyrics
2: are in my Bumble profile. <laughs>
1: <laughs> uh, it was also in Twisted Metal. Wait, the song is featured... Oh, also a film from uh, the late 80s. Cult... Not cult film. This is a blockbuster. Back to the Future Part 2.
4: Cult film. Oh. That makes sense. It should be in Back in the Future Part 2. It makes, that makes sense. sense. They should have done I Don't Can't Don't Oh, yeah,
3: that's right. <laughs> uh, he should have done it. Yeah. yeah. It's a perfect... Yeah. <laughs> you should just do a version every <laughs> year. <laughs> <laughs> just, but, then. but, you know, to speak to that comment about how it became Divorced Dad Rock, it, if they had kept doing the stuff they were doing with David Lee Roth about being a drug teenager, people would have said it, it's embarrassing it's like it's a lose lose. Yeah. yeah, you can't win. If you uh, that's the problem with rock music, it, just by its nature. If you try to age with your audience, it's you're, you make you're making dad rock. Yes. If you try to like, stay young, then you're you know a, a pedophile like Tommy. And so there's just no way. <laughs> well, That's to like really... if, I, if I hang out at a school as a as a kid, it's like oh yeah, i
2: belong there. But if I hang out as an adult, right. I'm just like
3: <laughs> it's weird. So I don't know. I think what they I think they did a great job with Sammy of keep, keeping up with music. I, I disagree that it's boring dad right? It sounds cool it's, you have a few drinks i think this g- is great music uh, to listen to uh, at the bar you know with your divorced buds <laughs> you know i listen i'll be honest i've been divorced and maybe that's why it speaks to is me but true? i was i one time years ago but uh i've enjoyed it since before i was divorced so i will say that it has nothing to do <laughs> so can with you divorce? speak about the whole situation of your divorce <laughs> yes. Uh, and did we you like the to... music more after the divorce? No, no ignore the music, part.
4: Just... Yeah, actually, tell
3: us more about, about your What about doesn't life. Um, Andrew Collin have a podcast about a divorce? Who knows? I'm saving yeah. that for maybe, that. maybe about the HBO show. <laughs> yeah, no, uh, <laughs> I really liked that show, but we're not here to talk about that. <laughs> stop, uh, stop
4: divulging weird personal information. <laughs> Sorry.
3: Can you just uh, delete that? I don't know why I said that. I just felt like I had to. Get a reaction out of you guys, you know. We're just We've sitting been here, reacting the whole night. Oh yeah, <laughs> I know, long, but you, you know, have... it's like you're on stage. We guys, we get it. We're stand ups. You know? <laughs> people are listening to you say a real opinion for three seconds. You start getting flop sweat. <laughs> You know what I mean? As it's also very, very hot in here. To it be is. Fair. Yeah,
2: we know we got pops at same. Anyways, I I don't think it's divorced.
3: <laughs> Even if it's divorced, Dad Rock it's great. He's singing about going to the beach. He's singing about <laughs> making love to your second wife. Yes. This is all stuff we, with divorced or not, we can appreciate. So I disagree, I disagree that it's fair enough. I think it's great. It's a bigger sound. That's good. I fair think enough. It's good, yeah.
1: Um we are also this episode is sponsored by his tequila Cabo Wabo. <laughs> I drank
3: it once it tasted good to me. I mean I don't know if tequila from a hole uh, in my ass <laughs> <laughs> Wait,
1: you can make tequila out of a hole in your... Head? Oh no, I was saying. Oh, I, I try to, I like it to it's already a warm on words, down there. <laughs> but uh,
3: <laughs> anyway, I tried. It. it tasted okay to me. But <laughs> oh my god! Oh, anyway, it tasted boy. okay to me. And anyways, I, I put some. I did put a couple songs from Montrose on the list. Uh, let's listen oh, to those okay. now, because yeah, yeah. I do think them now. they are. They do probably sound cooler now, but only because they didn't have the technology then to make them sound like '80s music. Mm-hmm. But sure. they probably w- would have wanted. To make it sound like '80s music, I don't know.
1: Let's hear some of Space Station. Number I think this five. song is great. I love this. this is song. off Montrose's self title
3: album. This sounds Montrose. like a I've Lost PlayStation Led- Number Four. <laughs> this, to me, this sounds like a lost Led Zeppelin cut. Oh, uh, so I think this it was, it was song I just do all the time now. Uh, I, I just discovered this. Definitely Zeppelin
2: vibes.
3: I'm gonna give it a, just, just, just 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 give it a stress, stress It's gonna kick it more ass, the, by contrast, <laughs> when that riff kicks in, in my opinion. <laughs>
1: So, there's debate on whether this song is about living in outer space or about how performing a certain act puts one on cloud nine. Probably the former because Hagar (laughs) has gone on record that he believes he was abducted by aliens as a child.
2: The things expose about in the Houston press. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I'm going to only get my news from the Houston <laughs> press now. You're just drinking coffee in the morning, flipping through the Houston press. <laughs>
3: that I've printed out. <laughs> Which is the act that makes you feel like you're it's Cog9? I have to imagine it's uh, intercourse, intercourse, intercourse in, in your ass. Oh God. <laughs> um, I think uh, it's about space. This was like the 70s. People were writing yeah. so It was like. Absolutely there's, there's song's about that stuff so. uh, Free love was killer. over Love <laughs> 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 was over <in> the space <laughs> After the moon landing, People stopped <laughs> Looking at the The only rocket People wanted to launch Was the Saturn missile with No more penis <laughs> Penis l- uh, love so, Sorry I was trying to <laughs> <like>, t- <laughs> Tony totally slowly unraveling yeah. <laughs> On the second half Of this podcast <laughs>
1: This show does become A stress test Do yeah. We turn the heat up Throughout the show <laughs> <laughs> yeah, It is very
3: warm in here Yeah
1: <laughs> Um, mm. Let's uh, that uh, that song is very. I fun. like that a lot. Yeah, yeah it's great a great song. riff.
3: It's just a kind of reminds me of a communication breakdown yeah. by Led Zeppelin. Uh. It's like just yeah, it is cool. But I think it's uh, you know they just didn't have you know it's just bare bones production but that's because that was just that what was available at the time and I mean, it's cool it shows a guy knows, knows about cool rock
2: yeah
1: so
3: you gotta give it to him
2: and you can cool tell that shit. the tension from that crazy guitar player. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. you can just hear it. you can yeah. hear
1: a guy raising his eyebrows
4: <laughs> like really <laughs> 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 <That's> mine decaf <laughs>
3: there's actually a really cool I don't know I just I saw a YouTube video because Montrose where they were of them playing a song called uh Paper Money. I didn't put it on the plays, but if you look up them doing it, they're doing it on one of these like rock shows in the Seven. It is amazing. It really kicks uh, ass. Uh, so oh, yeah. I listened to a stuff. few mantra songs yeah.
1: today because of this and because um I think Jeff Lewis uh put a video of theirs on the Facebook. Let me just see what song it was that he put on here. In wait, In Doubt or is that a Michelob? Oh, no, Montrose Rock the Nation. They put a title. Why is this In Doubt by Michelob Ultra? We're sponsored by Cabo Wabo. (laughs) 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 Uh, Let's go ahead and listen to... Was there another uh, Montrose on the Playlist? Bad Motor Scooter. This was
3: Montrose's only kind of radio hit, Ah. but it's pretty good. And Soundgarden named their album Bad Motor Finger uh, Ah. in tribute to this uh, this, uh, (laughs) song. Yeah.
2: Man was named after Sammy Hagen, <laughs> <out. laughs> who loves spoon.
0: You get lonely on One thing is
3: we're hearing it in one ear. These a lot of the 70s songs have really only had a few instruments, so the guitar is all in the ear. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> not hearing, but it, trust me, it's a good but, guitar. It, yeah. It, yeah.
4: But the listeners aren't here. Oh, okay, great. So get on your Yeah, it's
3: good on its own, yeah.
0: I'm afraid oh, yeah. of your dad.
4: No, Taken out it. of context it's such a funny <laughs> rock yeah. lyric. Yeah. So good.
1: I really like that. Mostly because I'm afraid of your dad. <laughs> I'm afraid of <laughs> your, your dad. Uh, apparently this is uh, the first song Sammy Hagar ever wrote. Oh, wow. Um, let's see here. On the original lead guitar was by Ronnie Montrose. The live version was recorded for the 1978 All Night Long album on which Hagar did most, but not all of the acts work. Towards the end of this track if you're on he that farm You gotta do, yeah. <laughs> uh, he, Towards the end of the track He relents I've been hogging on all, all the lead here I gotta let my man Have some And there follows A short but amazing Duel with second guitar Gary This says pill Is that right? No,
4: Phil? Gary Phil very strange. <laughs> <There's
3: weird. laughs> Two 80's dad names P-I-H-L Gary <laughs> Phil Gary Phil Seems very strange <laughs> uh, Yeah but I think actually that's I uh, people say. That, I think that's something he added to Van Halen, which is that a lot of the great early Van Halen songs, there's, Eddie Van Halen did two cool parts on, uh, on the same song, but then when you go to see him live, you can only play one. So when right. Hagar got in the bed, I think might have been better live. With Hagar, uh-huh. uh, musically anyway, because he could play the rhythm parts. More yeah, guitar, less black. Yeah, exactly.
4: Tough trade. I do
2: think if they wanted to update this one for modern times, he could say, "Get on your razor scooter."
3: <laughs> yeah, get on your bad Segway scooter and ride. Yep, that Wouldn't that be a funny parody? Hello, SNL. <laughs> Segways are hot. Hey, Hagar Davidson. is hot. <laughs> Put them together. <laughs> <laughs>
1: anyway. Uh-uh. Oh, all right. That is bad motor scooter. Very fun songs from both the, uh, from, yeah both. Is those, that it? Uh, is there, uh, no, we have more. But those okay. are the two. Yeah. I only you said songs, songs. I mean, the two. I did. Montrose I'd stars. never
2: heard Montrose before. Yeah. And how you sent this playlist, and I think Montrose sounds pretty cool. They're it's pretty cool. cool yeah. Really good band. Just like hard Zeppel rock. Seventies rock. Yeah.
3: yeah. It's yeah. It's not very. Not over produced. Not too. Not too much. Fluffing f- no around no frills <laughs> yeah. no frills
1: all yeah. rock uh, we hate frills on this
4: show yeah I'm so sick of frills. <laughs> uh, yeah, uh, good stuff
1: i found another uh, there's some more we had, we got we actually got a ton of comments today uh on the facebook uh a lot of them are about i can't drive 55 so i'll skip as many of those as i see fit um Drunk Let's with see. power. <laughs> <laughs> Brad uh, a comic at the Comedy Attic, yeah. who you can see hosting at Limestone, uh, writes: I saw Hammy, Sammy ha- Hammy Hagar. <laughs> I saw uh, Sammy Hagar open for Boston in 1980. Uh, Boston might be the worst band in concert I've ever seen, wow. and Sammy destroyed the place. Mm. And uh, Patrick Regan writes, "I saw Sammy on his standing Hampton tour on '81, maybe, and uh, he was amazing. So better live than Boston. I used to
3: love Boston. Boston's kid, so great, but you know they were that. a studio creation. Right? I think probably right, why right, they of weren't got the, one guy did everything. So maybe yeah. why they weren't really alive.
2: You know, there's a racist yeah. part of the band Boston. It's called
3: it's Boston. Called Boston.
4: <laughs> Damn. <laughs> uh, let's see here. <laughs> Shit.
2: Uh,
1: Jason Salmon writes... Uh, oh, Jason Salmon. 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 Yeah. Salmon. Jason I Salmon. Just, I know him. I should have uh, said that right. You know Jason? Just asked Very him funny that. man. Yeah, uh, Yeah. Guy. very funny guy writes, uh, Hagar's Van Halen was less rock and roll, but way better musically. That's interesting. Um... Miranda Britton uh, writes: I know next to nothing about him, but when I saw (laughs) the name, my brain auto responded with "angry little bastard man."
3: (laughs) She might be thinking of Hagar the Horrible, which was a. You remember this? It was a newspaper (laughs) comic (laughs) about a a Viking. (laughs) Uh, So maybe that was what. Maybe I don't know because. Uh, Sammy Hager's definitely not angry. He's like the least <laughs> angry guy. He's literally happy 100% of yeah. the time. He drives around, and I guess, when he can't go over 55. <laughs> yeah. Literally every other song is just about how much <laughs> he loves partying, No, rocking, He reminds me of rocking
1: uh, Jimmy Buffett. Yes.
3: Sure. Yeah, it's very similar kind of vibe. Uh, it's like a yeah, hard rock Jimmy Buffett. Yeah, He sells. He has his own like Margaritaville type yes. stuff. He's got his tequila. He's... Anyways, yeah. Which,
1: by the way, someone also commented about the tequila. Uh, Gary Stumbo writes, I went to Cabo San Lucas in my younger years, and I remember that I met some locals who made fun of his tequila the whole time. And they called it piss water. I bet Tommy'd love that.
3: I heard uh, <laughs> on an interview or something that he made more money off tequila than he did off of mu- ever did off of music. Wow. He sold his tequila brand to like Seagram's or something for $80 million. Damn. He's just, we got to make it tequila. Yeah, that's what now I've been thinking, I have a thing. I got to come up with a tequila. <laughs> he probably didn't make it himself either. He's of just course. a guy famous for getting drunk at some company saying, can we put your name on our tequila? It's like George Foreman. I think <laughs> that guy made a chicken. Patty, not once, and the guy made literally made more money from that that's than a from great boxing. Point. I never thought about that. He just before. Stuck his yeah, name George on that Krill, stupid thing. <laughs> George Foreman grill. was inventing grills. <laughs> <No>. <laughs> he's a retired? He's a boxer. He's going to sit at home with a soldering iron, making this grill. No, he just stuck his name on it. But they gave him the same thing with his tequila. So that's what you got. It. We got to get famous for something else, mm-hmm. so that someone will give us a lot of money. Mm-hmm. Damn. Yeah, the, I do like
1: the idea of George. Uh, Foreman just frustrated and have like crumbling up pieces of paper <laughs> with, like blueprints, yeah. you know, blueprints for a grill. Uh, yeah, made a lot of
3: money uh, off of tequila. No,
1: though. you're told, actually the last comment is James Brilla wrote. he sold it for $95 million what? and started a rum million? company also. Uh, wow. Amazing. Okay, uh, let's listen to some more music. Um, let's listen to heavy
3: metal. So this is a cool, I think kind of a cool song. It's a little I don't know, you know any backstory on it, but uh, sure.
1: this is his solo shit, yes, right? Yes, this is solo.
3: Yes. Okay, and this was in the movie Heavy Metal, which was kind of a sexy cartoon for teens. Oh hell, nud- nudity! In it. I remember cartoon. that. Yeah, it's like a, that was
1: one of those that I watched because I knew it had nudity. <laughs> yeah, exactly. It said it on the <laughs> yeah. It's on like the description. you would see it
3: like a video store as a kid and be like, oh, I gotta get like Porky's or something. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> It was on the movie Heavy Metal, the soundtrack, and uh, mm. kind of the theme sure. of the movie. I wouldn't really call it heavy metal, though. You If know? I'm being honest, yeah, it's more just kind of hard rock, boogie rock. You know, It's like yeah. party rock. It's not really... But back then, I think this is just... Uh, I hate to throw my parents under the bus, but I think people just thought anything was heavy metal. Yeah. They did yeah, really... Because yeah, yeah. I remember once my mom said they stopped listening to the radio once they started playing heavy metal bands like The Doors. Oh, wow. So, you know, it's kind of like... I think heavy metal just became a catch-all to... Sure. Yeah, yeah, that's what that causes hit.
2: violence in teens. <laughs> yeah. uh, songs like this. all that heavy. <laughs> <you know>? yeah. <laughs> yeah, that you know. But
3: uh, you a good song and uh, I remember hearing that on the radio. Uh, well, I feel like they, I hear that I Can't Drive 55. They would play it on like sure. classic rock station get a deep, decent rotation. I just realized the other reason
1: I remember the movie Heavy Metal yeah. is that it was one of the first movies that I saw pop up on like Cinemax or whatever as NC 17. Yeah. Which we were like, this is going to be fun.
4: <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> I
3: never really saw it, though. I think I saw parts of it on a bar. It's, it's got like cartoon yeah. boobs. There's no, it's like. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, it's kind of a.
4: Not to kink shame. <laughs> yeah,
3: I mean, that's fine, but I'm, it's not really that uh. launchy. Uh, I guess compared to nude n- humans. A nude cartoon, wouldn't you say? I would I uh, would agree. I mean, yeah. Well, anyway. <laughs> were
2: we in a court of law? <laughs> yeah. I would say a reasonable man could
3: assert. Yeah. But, <laughs> but that song was and there was other stuff on there that, that wasn't very heavy, Steely Dan and stuff like yeah. that. Right, right. Heavy, so.
1: Yeah, there's a, actually a list of uh, bands they use on this. Uh, Black Sabbath, Cheap Trick, Journey and Devo were also Devo, on the soundtrack. Yeah. Very interesting.
2: There's nothing heavier than Don't Stop Believing. <laughs> uh. <laughs>
1: Uh, they also used this song in an episode of South Park. Oh, The nice. one where Kenny gets high on cat urine. <laughs> nice. So, a lot of piss stuff on this one today. What was so the other much. piss thing? I can't remember. Oh, the, <laughs> <laughs> the, uh, the tequila was like. Uh, it tasted like piss. Yes. yeah, mm. Like uh, piss water. <laughs> 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 uh, we just have one song left called yeah. "The Best of."
3: Uh, just called. Is this best the only
2: Van Halen song? On the playlist? i the mean, two oh. cake is Van Oh, Van pound Hale. cake was in it. H- yeah, no.
3: and yeah, this is one I think is just my favorite Van Hagar. Um, Van Hagar's nice. My favorite song. A little bit of a it's good. It's kind of a, a little bit of an AC/DC vibe to it. it yeah, sounds so much like AC/DC in uh, the beginning. A little more. I think Sammy brings his kind of sunny California. Touch to the uh, to the ac like groove. Ironically, we
2: just talked about the song "Best of Both Worlds" by Hannah Montana. Whoa, three that came ago. up when I just googled "Best of Both
1: Worlds," and that also
2: happened to me, which is why I was <laughs> just, uh,
1: thinking of it. <laughs>
2: <laughs> what do you think is better,
3: Johnny, Hannah Montana or Van Halen? <laughs> I gotta go by and He, just, no, I'm just, he kidding. just said I don't know <laughs> yeah. <It was> right <laughs> when I asked that question I was trying to think of a funny response I mean I prefer Van Halen But you know Music Yeah, It depends You know We all hear with different ears You know It's like What's the point even of having opinions about music Why are you guys even doing this you know, I'm just kidding Ow
4: <laughs> <laughs>
1: an interesting song because it's about his solo career and his new career
3: oh is that what it's about apparently
1: uh, throughout the oh. album uh, he, he sings a feeling like he had maxed out his solo career i
3: i had a kind of jokey theory about this but i think maybe it's i could now be wrong, it's politically but I'm pretty sure incorrect. that's what some of them is that right they old i thought it was maybe about someone that has the parts of both the, That are considered (laughs) biologically (laughs) female. I don't know. That does sound pretty sick, though. I'm not. I don't think I said anything. Anyways, I, I know you did. Maybe it's I'm, about no, the solo yeah, career. Yeah.
1: Maybe it's about the solo career. Wait, I'm reading something here
3: that says maybe it's, it's about, about loving sex. Having... I probably all his songs probably about uh, having sex. Yeah. But you're in like a good relationship too. Would be my guess. Yeah, yeah.
1: No, I'm reading. Uh, this says it's about someone who has the greatest <laughs> pleasure of all, which is having both sets
3: of genitalia. <laughs> and it says it's from T Zarett. No. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um. I think it's probably just about being in, oh, I don't know. It's a, it's a pound cake. What is, is the theory? I don't know what Sorry,
1: uh, The theory is that this is about, uh, oh. he sings with the satisfaction and joy he found as the new lead singer oh. Van Halen and Best of Both Worlds, one of the more musically sophisticated, lyrically progressive songs from their 86 album, 5150. Lyrically progressive Leans
3: towards what <laughs> yeah, you said right, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I guess it's about Being poly I think it's That's yes. maybe A bit ahead of its time yes. Like you yeah. can have Sort of the comfort Of a, 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 a You know a, The friendship Of a relationship But also Get to enjoy The physical love Right uh, of, uh, of various partners
5: That's beautiful Thanks But I, like I don't know
3: <laughs> I, like I don't that. think it's even About being in the band I think it's just about it's Just something I mean, I don't know. Slekin I don't think he's like <laughs> <laughs> best of both worlds. I, I, I do know. like that song. Yeah, it's a yes. good Anyway, we've reached the end of the playlist,
2: yep. Tony. Before we give our yep. ratings, let's do you a, a final a final defense of Sammy Hagar. Whatever, whatever you want to say, um, this
3: guy. Uh Knows his way around the hard rocking riffs <laughs> of AC/DC and uh, Judas Priest, uh, you know your early '80s metal, but he splashes it all with a bit of California sunshine. And mm. good luck putting on a Sammy Hagar album without at least pumping your fist and cracking open a cold one once. If you don't like Sammy Hagar, frankly, I think your problem is you don't like fun. So let's all head down to Cabo and. <laughs> Have some Mas tequila uh, to quote his w- terrible <laughs> rewrite of Rocket Roll Part Two, which I some cannot mas. defend. <laughs> yeah, oh, that's beautiful. Yeah, Tony, that was Thank amazing. Thanks very much. Uh,
2: I'll go first. I I like this place. It was kind of refreshing because we haven't had we haven't done any like hard rock no, music. Oh, we haven't. I, mean, I, I don't know if we've ever sense, done like Journey or oh, like yeah. Bob Seger. Like we haven't even been. I don't know. But
1: it's still, this is like a little different. Like yeah. we haven't had, I don't know if we've done. It was anything refreshing quite like this. So, um, yeah. so
2: I enjoyed it. I'm gonna go. 3.75 out of 6. I like I Can't Drive 55. That was like the one I really knew from my youth. I liked both those Mantra songs and then Best of Both Worlds I liked. Uh, I hated Pound Cake. <laughs> <laughs> I thought the lyrics sucked. I thought the sound sucked. It sounded <laughs> gross to me. Like the mix <laughs> sounded gross. Yeah. Um, not to go all Judge Hangman on you. Yeah. <laughs> oh, <Judge laughs> You're going to go easy? <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, 3.75. Pretty pretty solid.
1: I, am, I think I'm going to surprise a lot of people here. Uh, I'm going to go 5.5. Whoa. I really enjoyed this Whoa. and I didn't think I was going to at all. That is a shock. Probably the only song I didn't I I think that uh, I liked I thought I actually enjoyed the sound of pound cake. I didn't <laughs> like the lyrics, but <laughs> I
4: creepy, enjoyed I it. <laughs> yeah,
1: but I agree that uh, getting an erection, you know, it's, no, uh, no, uh, I, I really liked. Uh, I still liked pound cake somewhat though, and I I didn't mind best of both worlds that much. I I, I enjoyed it enough. Thanks, nice. but the other I really liked the the two Mantra songs yeah. a lot. I can't drive fifty five is fun. Heavy metal is a good time. I I really enjoyed it. Wow, I tell just, me, uh, and maybe it's wait. you know. I was I was in the sun a lot today. Yeah, <laughs> what but do you no, give the, the
3: playlist, it. Tony? Out of six, yeah, you rate your own sixty-nine. Oh. Hell yeah, that's the kind of humor Sammy Hagar would probably yes. <laughs> with like pound cake, the kind of. Um, Double entendres, the clever kind of twists on words. Yes. Yeah. Dan Rather's like, and how do you 69? 69? <laughs> <69. laughs> Putting your face on a woman's what? To you sound, know, I'm from Louisiana. We, we didn't... We you had have a word, to right? fold yourself to get into that position. <laughs> <laughs> uh, 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 the man does what? <laughs> well, let me ask you this. <laughs> you rock and oh. roll guys. Anyways,
4: Rather. Everyone...
2: I'll start a plug for our guest. I think Tony Zaret is the funniest person on Instagram. Oh, His videos you. make me laugh every single one. 100% that they put out. agree. I
3: begged him to be in one of those,
2: <laughs> and he let me do it. Yeah, yeah. no, it was great. That was it's so fun. Look
3: up to go at T O N Y Z A R E T. You can see some videos with Tommy in him. Uh, Best Instagram account oh, there is. So fun. I, I
1: recommend it to people all the time, and I, I you will definitely have a good time. Check uh, it yeah. And also, it's fun to read the comments on them. Yes. Yeah,
4: people
3: get in on the bit.
1: Full yeah. experience. Uh, is there anything else you want to promote?
3: Uh, yeah, I guess that's it. I've uh, Star Wars. I got a con- I got a show, but I have a show. We're trying to make it weekly in June. I think we'll be starting Mondays in June. It's at. Kinfolk, uh, which is on ninety White Avenue in Williamsburg, and so but this week. But this week, if th- will this be out by the? If this comes out Wednesday. Wednesday, great. Thursday, we're doing our our, our Thursday one. Tommy is going to be on the show. Yeah, Ooh. you can see us Doggy. both. You can see us both. It's a it's at a uh, place called Kinfolk. It's ninety White Avenue in Williamsburg, seven thirty, uh, doors. It will start when enough people come in that it's not awkward. <laughs>
4: so, <laughs> hopefully That's it won't yeah, exactly. <laughs> now, I thought Kinfolk
3: yeah. was a clothing store. Well, this is what's interesting. It's got three parts to it. Uh, uh, there's, there's a kind of a nightclub area. Yes. There's a clothing store area, and there's like a bar area. There's a clothing store area? It's like that? in the middle that sells clothes with the logo of the bar. I, interesting. So I was trying to buy a suit last minute <laughs> on
2: Saturday, and I was like, in Williamsburg, I was like, where can I buy a suit in Williamsburg at 6.30 p.m. on a Saturday? Yeah and I ended up getting one at J. Crew, and it worked out but I texted Nick Nanny does Kinfolk sell suits and he acted like I was the craziest no, man they sell in clubs. the world they he has, had, yeah. no idea. he says it's a bar yeah. <laughs> and but it is I went a bar. to a yeah. Jonah
1: Hill appreciation party that he showed up to at Kinfolk yeah the Pretty club great. that is very bizarre very weird <laughs>
3: the club part it of fun. it has some weird yeah <laughs> that is weird yeah it the club a part a of it has like <laughs> <laughs> it wasn't his fault I, I missed him by 10 minutes <laughs> anyway they have cool DJs and stuff there, but uh, we're, we'll be doing it in the bar, and it'll be fun. Yeah, and Tommy will be there this Thursday. It's 90 Wife Avenue, yes. 730, right by the Bedford L. Yes. Uh, and also, well, I this Friday,
2: up. I'm in Philly. Uh, cool. I'll be doing half an hour at the Good Good and 10 p.m. show, and then, as we've said before, the last few episodes, June 13th, recording my album, Please Come. Awesome.
1: Yes, I'll be opening on that and uh, I'll be in l a for the first like two weeks of June, so check my schedule come to see some shows. It's gonna be a good time uh thanks for listening everybody. Tony, thanks so much for no, thanks coming for on having me. It was fun. Keep it crispy. bye.